Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Friday Eve. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app. It's easy to use. Just download it in the App Store on your smart speaker or driving in on the old car radio. I've got a question for you ladies. Mm-hmm. Yesterday on this program, we got onto the topic of heated toilet seats. I don't remember how or why. Why did we get into that topic? Uh, we were talking about things that people said they wish they had bought sooner. And oh. somebody mentioned a heated toilet seat. There was were one a of... lot of people that mentioned a heated yeah. toilet seat mm-hmm. and everything else heated too, yeah. So at 1.30 this morning, I was sitting on the toilet and I'm like, do I need a heated toilet seat? <laughs> and what, was, what, what did you think when you were sitting there? I was sitting there, it was 1.30 in the morning, I was kind of groggy. I'm like, do I need one of these? So I went online and started going down the rabbit hole of heated toilet seats. <laughs> but the problem is you need a plug and I don't have a plug next to my toilet. Yeah, you would have to get an electrician to install a plug if you wanted it right beside the toilet because most people have it up near the counter. You'd have yeah. to string the plug all the way up. That's real pretty. it over, yeah. That's a good look. But, but Safety they, hazard. Do they not have battery-operated toilet seats? Like, I'm looking right now. And, I mean, uh, that's I, a Google question. They could, yeah. but like, you know how often you'd be changing those batteries? Yes. You think about like the way people sit on toilets these days, and they just sit there and they scroll. Like that, that oh, thing's yeah. heating your butt for ten, like twenty minutes on battery power. Because like- the thing is, is like with the, if you have the plug-in kind, so it's just always warm. I guess. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. But the these ones- things should be smartly activated. Like it would only uh, heat up when you got something on. I it. think well, that's actually how they. Do do work yeah. yeah so because otherwise like you really have to plan out your bathroom breaks because you'd be like hmm i feel like i'm gonna have to go in about 10 minutes i should plug that sucker in now like no, no it heats no. up like almost instantly the one that i tried okay. so you can hit that button and you know how like a car heat heated seat like is quite quick okay yeah. this is even quicker i mean oh, it's like cool. skin skin to, to warm seat. up like your oven <laughs> you don't have to preheat yourself no no like honestly it, it might take 10 seconds for you to even notice the heat coming okay. already yeah so the battery one then so then if if you put batteries in, you would just turn it on. I think, And yeah. then you could turn it yeah. off again. So it's not always sucking battery life. But no. I still think that a battery, pa- yeah. like you're putting some double A's in there. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? You know how quickly batteries A's? run out with your kids' toys? Well, my daughters have those, uh, you know, those light up makeup mirrors? Right. And yeah. they have batteries in them. I oh. swear I have to replace those stupid things every week. And yeah. they only leave the lights on when they're doing their makeup and then turn the lights off. But uh, it's a battery go. sucker. I, yeah. I think the people that make batteries know they can make batteries that could last longer, but then you'd have you you wouldn't buy them as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I refuse to buy batteries anywhere but the dollar store. <laughs> They're <laughs> so expensive. That's part of the problem, though, because I think those batteries don't last just as long. But maybe batteries... that's why I'm doing it every week because <laughs> I'm cheap. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, gather around the Orita machine for another mind-blowing useless fact about beavers. Everyone knows the beaver, right? Canada's uh, omnivore, the face of Canada. Mm-hmm. Are you just putting big words in there to beef up this this fact? The omnivore. <laughs> well, well, that, they're not animals. They're omnivores. Not a big word. That still means they're an animal. That's just talking about what kind of food they eat. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think you knew that. I did. <laughs> That was, a lot right. of, that was a lot of blinking. Uh, here's a fact about the beaver you didn't know. Beaver eyelids are transparent so they can see through them as they swim underwater. Mm. Oh. I am sensing a uh, repeat fact here. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I already knew that or if I... I kind of like it, though. It, look at him. <laughs> He's like, eek. Oh. You tried to slip it by people? 
<laughs> Did you know it was a repeat fact? Stuart! Oh! Stuart! <laughs> He's coughing so much right now. <laughs> You knew it was a repeat fact? Yes. You did it anyways because you wanted to see if you could slip it by? Oh, see, you could have slipped it by me, but Janelle was much more in tune. I remember this. She's so smart. Oh, so smart. (laughs) They have their own homemade goggles. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, it's neat. It it was a cool fact the first time. (laughs) Now, let me ask you a question. When when you see friends on on Facebook, the repeats of friends, do you get mad at at Ross and... And uh, you watch friends on Facebook <laughs> every time on Facebook, all those reels, you get sucked in the reels. I see a, 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 a friend's clip that I've seen 8000 times. You don't get mad at them. But whenever I redo something, it's like, oh, let's do redid a fact. <laughs> You're supposed to be so, filling our brain with knowledge. Are you trying to knowledge. sell us on the stew syndication? Yes. <laughs> You're in syndication. All right. All right. So what do you get that fact, you know? Uh, well, I mean, if it was the first time I heard it, it'd be a different story. This time I'm hearing it, and knowing that you knew that you already told us it, I'm only going to give you a three. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The scores we go at 10-0-30. You don't want to hear Angie's score? (laughs) Angie, what's your score? (laughs) Well, I do like the facts, so I'm torn, but, like, you're really, like, schmarmy for trying to do that. Uh, yeah, I don't, let's move on. Bitterman <laughs> says that Janelle gets a 10 for Woo! confusing Stu, and Stu gets a 3 because, yes, it's a repeat. Oh, for confronting, maybe, is the word that he was looking for? Well, I think he was, yeah, confronting, okay. confusing. Yeah. It, like, it's easy to confuse him. Yeah, too, so. okay. <laughs> Sleepy Lee's 10, even if it's a repeat fact. Thank she you, thinks Sleepy it's uh, pretty cool. She says, a funny side story. When my mother-in-law first moved to Ottawa, she wouldn't try a beaver tail because she thought they were actual real tails from beavers. Oh, I thought God. that, too. <laughs> I thought that, too. I was here in grade 10 for a hockey um, exchange for the weekend, and I remember my parents went and got a beaver tail. I legit thought it was a, a, a beaver tail. Oh my know gosh, it was a pastry. that's so <laughs> Well, funny. I mean, we do eat other things that are, yes. you know, parts of animals. So, I mean. uh, speaking of my mother, my number one f- fan, my neurotic mama gives me a 10. No Googles needed. Never knew that. Thank you, mother. School bus driver uh, Sue is giving you a five for that repeat Ah. fact. Mm, Yeah. Wish I had those when I peel onions, says Mark the Average. Give you a 10 this morning. Mm. I never cry when I cut onions. I don't understand. I don't really either. (gasps) What? Oh, my God. I have special goggles. Uh, I don't remember that being a repeat fact, says Sneaky, or says Diva Clow about you, Sneaky Stew, giving you a 10. Thank you. Hall of Famer's ghost running his dad, Pierre the Dehydrate Frenchman. You had me at Beaver. Uh, we give you a 10. <laughs> nice Beaver. Thanks. I just had it stuffed. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, people are still pretty impressed. Mm-hmm. You managed to get by. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Oh, Harry and Meghan have been issued with an eviction notice by Buckingham Palace. (laughs) So reports are saying it happened actually days after Harry published his explosive memoir. Mm, They got the notice. (laughs) Yeah. So they've retained Frogmore Cottage, which was gifted to them, a long lease gifted to them by the Queen. And of course, they lived there in the UK, but they've retained it as their UK residence. In fact, they celebrated their daughter's birthday there just last year. So they were left stunned by this move um, and now making arrangements to have all of their belongings shipped from their residence to their home in California. 
California. So the question is why? Who's getting the keys? Well, the king is said to be cutting Prince Andrew's annual grant, which will leave him unable to afford his current home's running costs. He currently lives at a 31-bedroom royal lodge in Windsor. Yeah, to heat something oh, like just that, a 31 yeah, you're bedroom? not going to be able to... Yeah. <laughs> so Prince Ridiculous. Andrew, of course, also had to pay out a huge settlement to his sexual abuse accuser, etc. While he was now offered the keys... From the king to the smaller 10-bedroom Frogmore Cottage. But he is said to be resisting the offer of the smaller property. Oh, he's like, no, this will not do for me. It's beneath me. Prince Andrew's lucky he's even around still with that family. Shaking my head after all. Dirty, dirty, dirty. He has done. So uh, we've had a lot of talk about TikTok lately. Of course, it has been banned from government devices here in Canada and in the U.S. Well, TikTok is trying to help parents now to control their kids' screen time. So yesterday, they... They announced that they're going to set a default 60-minute daily screen time limit to all accounts for young people under 18 years of age. That is smart. Oh. Very smart. Of course, anyone can turn the setting off, but the yeah. move will require opt- uh, users to opt out. So if 60 minutes of screen time is reached, the user gets a message on the screen. They'll have to put in a passcode to continue viewing. Mm. And this is going to roll out in the next few weeks. And and even if you are putting in that passcode like to continue to get some more time and stuff, at least you're aware of how much time you've just wasted. Exactly. Yeah. You know, most kids have no idea you, and most oh, parents wow, have I've no idea on, on this for an hour already right because like, and most parents have no idea yeah. and that's the thing if you're the parent the keeper of the passcode then you're like yeah. very much aware of how mm-hmm. much you know how many times you're entering it during a day right so th- i think this is fantastic for sure really good and that's what's trending brought to you by the donnelly automotive group Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Is me time a real thing or is it just a figment of your imagination? Because as parents, a lot of people will say, you know, you got to get some me time in there. But it's really difficult when your kids are everywhere in your yeah. house and you yeah. can't find a place to, like, not be with them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're really good at hide-and-seek. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a new survey that's been done that actually suggests the two main ways that parents will slip away and escape their children to get some me time. But I want to know what you guys do first. <laughs> I purchased a big chair uh, for the basement, and I, when Daddy goes to his big chair, leave Daddy alone. You made that like a ground rule that yes. you set out when the chair came home. Yes. Nobody sits in my chair. This is my chair. I got a new chair because the old one uh, my wife made me get rid of because it was with an ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so this is daddy's chair. When daddy's in that chair watching Netflix, leave him alone. So and- why did the chair migrate? Because in, in the beginning, it started out in your bedroom and then that was your lair and now it moved to the basement. Uh, because I got rid of the green chair in the basement, that was one I got with the ex-girlfriend, so I moved the chair from the upstairs to the downstairs. There's no more a chair in the bedroom. Okay, but your kids are in the basement, Yeah. Though. Uh, not my daughter. My son is occasionally, will occasionally come down. Is like, can you leave? I'm like, why? It's our basement. He's like, I'm going to be on PlayStation with my buddies. I don't want to hear you. <laughs> so it's like not a foolproof plan at this point. If it well, was in your bedroom, maybe it would be. Yeah. You can I have to migrate. Out. I have to migrate to another spot in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they like generally respect if you're in that chair, people don't bug yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Okay. I'm invisible when I'm in the chair. <laughs> Uh, Well, the uh, top ways that people say that they do this is uh, sneaking away to the bathroom. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) 
I mean, my husband does that for sure. Oh, really? I think a lot of men do that. I mean, I think a lot of women say that men do that. Is like they go into the bathroom and they spend a lot more time in there than we do. They like come out a half hour later and it's like, where has he been? Yeah, an hour. And I don't know what it is. Like kids never seem to bother them when they're in there they could have a long shower they could be sitting there forever but the second the bathroom door closes mom, yeah. mom like you know <laughs> there's like the house is on fire i thought that this was funny this is a, another way that parents will kind of get a little break they'll pretend to be asleep oh so like i don't know if you're actually taking a little afternoon nap you're on the couch just close your eyes you just pretend you don't hear that <laughs> i've done that i've yeah. done that for yeah. sure Guilty. Yeah. 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 You'll do it too when you have kids, trust me. Yeah. Uh, I love this. So we're asking you the ways that you find little Houdini moments. How do you disappear in your own house and get like a little bit of like brain shut off like me time? And you can text us at ten zero thirty or give us a call, seven five oh one one hundred. But I had this kind of secret strategy that nobody knew of. Like not my husband, not my kids. But I have to say that it saved this mama for sure. Ooh. So I will tell you where I used to hide <laughs> coming up <laughs> in 10 minutes. Angie is about to reveal the ultimate mom secret. Her husband <laughs> didn't know about this space. Her kids didn't know about it. And it is truly, she says, what saved her in terms of, you know, getting away from the kids a little bit. You, everybody needs a little bit of me time. There's 100%. no shame in this. And we've been discussing how you do that. Mm-hmm. And some of you are so savvy and I'm stealing a lot of your ideas yeah. <laughs> like this one that we got this text at 10 30 oh my gosh it says i wake up earlier than the rest of my family i put my pillow lengthwise under the blankets i go downstairs for my morning coffee in peace if the kids wake up they walk by my bedroom and they think oh Mom's still in bed because they mm. see the pillow there. Amazing. She says it buys her an hour or so before they realize she is a mom of three under the age of nine. <laughs> the Beautiful. body, body pillow for the win. That is love such it. a brilliant quick. That's a 30 second hack for I a know. whole hour of peace. I love it. <laughs> uh, no surprise. Some of you said uh, your car is kind of your hiding spot. Yes. So some people have said, you know, at the end of the day, they kind of sit in their car in the driveway for a little bit longer, mm-hmm. take that time to scroll through social media before going in, starting dinner, etc. Some of you have said you like sneak out to the car in the garage just to read your book. <laughs> so for me, it was my car. So while not technically inside the home, my hiding spot was right around the corner. So I, <laughs> I went back to work when my son was five months old. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're crazy. And <laughs> my husband took parental leave, and so we shared the mat leave. So when I went back, he still wasn't totally sleeping through the night. Um And even if my husband was dealing with overnights, I still hear everything, right? And I was still getting up at 4 a.m. So some days I was really dragging my butt super tired. So I would text him that I had meetings after the show. Oh, savage. That I would be home a little bit later. And then I would go to the nature trail that's right around the corner from my house. I would pull in, I would recline my seat, and I would sleep in my car. I swear to God, I had the best naps in there. Because if you go home, you have that guilt. I mean, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. I technically could go lie down. He would let me do that. But, you know, you feel like you have to jump in. There's yeah. always a load of laundry to do. And you just, you don't, right? So it was the only way I would get a guilt-free nap. But 
So much so that even this one time, an officer came up and knocked on my window. Are you okay? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was checking if I had vitals oh <laughs> because I was in such a deep sleep. I'm sure I had the mouth wide open, the whole yeah. thing, because I was just <sighs> out of it. But I was like, yeah, I'm good. Just, uh, just a mom in fine. here. Just a mom in here needing a nap. And, and Adam never found out. Well, I did tell him later. <laughs> but even still to this day, when I need a little bit of time, I'll still pull into that trail. And once in a while, on a, like a Saturday afternoon, yeah. When mom's out, quote, getting groceries, I'll have a nap. (laughs) That's smart. You take it where you get it, you know? Oh, my gosh. Well, with all of these tips and tricks that you guys have been sharing with us, Jillian never really seemed to figure it out. She says there is no such thing as me time. Good morning, Jillian. (laughs) I love you guys. I love your show. Oh, thank you. We love you. (laughs) And you always get the right topic to talk about. I love it. Nice. Okay, so what's your take on this? Unfortunately, me time for me never goes away. I have grown children. (laughs) (laughs) The older they get, the more needier they get. Oh, really? Yes. (laughs) That's true. My kids are grown and have children of their own, and they call me every morning, noon, and night. I'm at work, and my phone goes off. And if they don't get a hold of me, they call my husband, or they call all over the world looking for me. Oh, jeez. from your children. <laughs> so is there any solution you found to kind of just disappear a little bit? No, because if I turn my phone off, they call somebody else to look for me. <laughs> if, if I run away and hide, they track me on my phone tracker. <laughs> <laughs> They're like little private investigators. Terrible. Mommy, you can't hide from us. We know where you are. Oh my but at God. least they're calling you. They are. They are, which is nice. But um, no such thing as me time. As, they, as you get older, me time becomes their time. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? And he's getting very honest and open with his next album coming out soon. He revealed that his wife, Cherry, was diagnosed with a tumor during her last pregnancy last year and while carrying uh, their baby number two. And mm. the doctors told him there was no route to treatment at all until after the birth. That's so, so scary. Yeah, right? Yeah. So he hasn't given further details about her health scare now or an update, but he said at the time, like, that sent him into a complete spiral. He had already already been dealing with the loss of his best friend uh, who he lost last year in an overdose situation. He said that he was spiraling. He had fear, depression, anxiety all Mm -hmm. going on. He felt like he was drowning with his head below the surface. And all meanwhile, for the last decade, he said he had been writing songs for this new album, Subtract. We all know that all of his albums have these mathematical um, names always, but he uh, thought he knew what this album was going to be. I mean, he's been writing for a decade. And then he said, I used to just write whatever tumbled out. And over the course of just one week while he was spiraling and in this really dark place, he wrote a decade's worth of work with his deepest, darkest thoughts. And they just poured out of him and he changed the entire course of the album. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, the new album, he said he's super proud of. He said, I don't care if it's a bestseller hit. I don't care if it, you know, tops the charts. It's not why I put this one out. I put this one out because it is the deepest, darkest inside of me. So, yeah, uh, yeah. so that album is coming out May 5th, and he is super proud of it. He said it's a trip inside his soul. 
So they're calling on the king of the trades yet again, Pierre Dorian, with less oh. than 48 hours until the NHL trade deadline, which comes up tomorrow. The Sens acquired Arizona Coyotes defenseman Jacob Chikrin. Is that how I say it? That's correct. Okay. Jacob Chikrin. That's Chikrin. right. Chikrin. Um, so they love this trade, and everybody loves this trade. We needed a heavy defenseman. Um, they said that this was the piece of the puzzle that was missing. Yeah. So they got it with this 24-year-old. Uh, he's apparently super excited to come to Ottawa and they got him for a pretty good deal too. Yeah, a couple of draft picks. A couple of draft picks over the next couple of years um, and uh, they said Pierre just kind of waited and waited it out and you know didn't jump too quickly when they wanted the world for him and then he sat back and then he yeah. ended up getting him for a good price. He'll, he'll play well under DJ Smith, trust me. So apparently he was en route already to New York yesterday from his home in Arizona so they're saying he could make his debut tonight against wow. uh, the Rangers at MSG. So we might see him in the lineup tonight very, if, that, if all cool. goes well. Yeah, Very so. good move for Pierre Dorian and the Auto Senators. Yeah, the club is super excited about yeah. it. And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut today? So today we're playing with Casey and uh, Salwa. And Stu, you won yesterday. I did. So that means that Angie and Casey are up first. Okay, good morning, Casey. Good morning, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Good, good. Okay, so we get first choice of categories. We'll tell you what they are and you pick, okay? Okay. So thanks to Elizabeth Storing, who sent in our categories this morning, we have places that uh, places to visit that start with A or places to visit that start with the letter P. Oh, man. A or P? Um, yeah. Let's do A. A. Okay. Here we go. Calgary. Alberta. Yes. This says most beautiful beaches down under. Australia. Yes. Uh, Greece. Where in Greece? Atlanta. No, the main city. Um, okay, skip it. Uh, this is the desert. Phoenix. Phoenix. The desert. What's the city in Phoenix? What? The main city. Okay, skip it. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, this place is really cold. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, my God. Because what we were looking for. Okay, for so we were looking one. for Athens, Greece mm-hmm. was oh. the one we needed. And we needed Arizona. Yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Oh. So you guys got two. Ooh, Casey. Ooh. All right. We'll so have we- to hope that Stu sucks today. <laughs> no, Stu's great today. <laughs> but no, for Casey to have a shot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Hang on the line. Uh, these are tricky categories. Uh, all right. So good morning to Salwa. Good morning. Good morning, Salwa. We've got this in the bag. Uh, I, I sure hope we do. All right. So it's what again? Places to visit that start with the letter P. Oh, all right. P. You're thinking P, okay? Three. Two, one. This is a small town outside of Ottawa. Uh, Petawawa? No, a Peterborough, small... Peterborough? No, out, out, like 45 minutes outside of Ottawa. All right, skip it. Uh, this is where the Eiffel Tower is. Paris. And this is a popular uh, sunshine destination in Dominican. Uh, Dominican. Puerto Rico? No. Um, this is the uh, country that has... Oh, this is a tough category. Uh, this is a tiny... Uh, this is a... Big community in this. I don't know. This. <laughs> Which one were you trying to go for there? I was trying to do Poland and I was trying to do Philippines. Oh, uh, these are a hard categories. Yeah. <laughs> Who sent this in? Who sent this in? Uh, it was 
was. Who was it again? That Elizabeth Storing? Elizabeth Storing. Never yeah. again, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Testing our geography. <laughs> Never again. We're not that smart. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, you guys only were able to get one. Oh, crap. I'm sorry, Sawa. <laughs> uh, he was trying to get you to do Perth. That was the city oh, my God. outside yeah. the city. Yeah. That's all on you. It is. It is. beautiful town. They were both really tricky today. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for playing, though. Play again sometime, okay? Thank you. Thank you. It's going to be Casey today. Oh, my goodness. We pulled it off with our two. Oh, I don't deserve this at all. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> we're not worthy. <laughs> all right. What did Casey win? Uh, well, we're hooking you up with a $100 Lotto uh, 649 voucher. Hopefully, you hit the jackpot. Perfect. Thank you. Enjoy. Thank you. We really only have a few more of these calls to make. I know. It's sad. We've yeah, got a that's long c- run. Can we extend it? <laughs> Shh, the boss is listening. <laughs> uh, all right. So stay by your phones. It's time to make a call. Let's do it. Hello? Good morning. Brian Atkinson, please. Uh, yeah, you're speaking to him. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. It's Stu, Angie, and Janelle calling from Move 100. Oh, cool. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Any idea why we'd be calling you Brian? Uh, sorry, I'm just a little groggy right now. Oh, do we just wake you up out of bed? Yeah. Um... Well, let me, let, me, let me help you, Brian. It, it has something to do with beautiful, white, sandy beaches. Is it a vacation? Have you been playing Password to Paradise, Brian? Good morning. Yeah, my, my, my girlfriend and I both have been. <laughs> okay, well, we're trying to tell you you won the trip. Oh, my God. You're going <laughs> to Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. That is crazy. That is amazing. Um, wow. So by the sounds of it, you're going to be taking your girlfriend with you, Brian? Most definitely will. What's her name? Lisa. Awesome. You're going to love this resort. It's got 21 restaurants. It's got amazing uh, lounges. It's got a lot of uh, relaxing spots and a beautiful beach. Uh, it sounds, sounds amazing. It sounds so good. What are you most looking forward to, Brian? Getting a little relaxation. Work's been crazy, crazy, crazy uh, for actually both of us. So this is uh, well, well-deserved. Yeah, you sound tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so exciting. Well, congratulations, Brian. You're our latest Password to Paradise winner. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? fans that can't get enough of their kiss one of the biggest bands of all time and have spawned so many tribute bands yeah. <laughs> in their honor uh and they of course helped launch an entire era of rock and roll megastars well these hall of famers have sold more than a hundred million albums worldwide they're celebrating their 50th anniversary this year, so they decided to let it all go right there. And they are doing their final tour. It is the end of the road world tour, saying goodbye to their KISS army of fans. And we have a stop in Ottawa. I'm yeah. kind of surprised. Yeah. I know. Like, I'm happy for fans, but I'm surprised. Yeah. When, I mean, they have to get 
to as many places as possible across the world. Yeah. Like we often get passed over exactly. for the big cities. But uh, yeah, we have a stop in Ottawa. They just announced it yesterday. So it's Tuesday, November 21st, the end of the road world tour for Kiss. So tickets for that are going on sale next Friday at 10 a.m. And when Kiss comes to town, do they ever perform? You saw them, didn't you? I did. At yeah. Lansdowne, was it? No, I saw them at the CTC, and then I met Gene uh, Simmons on Elgin Street. Oh, oh did you? Yeah. What, just walking down Elgin? No, I, I crashed a party that he was at. How are you even recognize that man without the makeup? Oh, That's you can, what I you wonder. Can, you you oh, can recognize him. He's got a big fro. Yeah. And the giant okay. tongue. The giant tongue is real. Is and it just what? He's just walking around with his tongue out all the time? No, he's with his wife. <laughs> with his wife, Shannon. Yeah. And I ran into them at the Cougar Bar on, what, what was that Cougar Bar on Elgin Street? Uh, the Cougar Bar. Uh, at two floors. It was a cougar bar. Why were you at a cougar bar? Because I was looking for cougars. Because he no, was strolling for cougars. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, are you talking about Maxwell's? Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. He was at Maxwell's <laughs> with his wife, Shannon. Okay. Are they still together? Yeah, they are. Oh, I believe okay. so. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, anyway, so we just went down his history here. Uh, so, yeah, March 10th, next uh, Friday morning, 10 a.m., uh, ticketmaster.ca for kids tickets. So we were talking about this earlier this morning, and I think it's worth a mention. This is kind of a really great thing that has been put in place for parents with kids who spend a lot of time on TikTok. Oh, yeah. So TikTok is obviously a big topic of conversation lately. Government uh, devices have had to ban the app from them. But, you know, kids uh, spend a lot of time on there and now they're trying to help parents control the kids screen time and time spent on TikTok so they announced yesterday they're going to set a default 60 minute daily screen time limit for accounts for people under 18 years of age so if you don't want it, obviously you can opt out and turn the setting off. But if you keep it on, uh, after 60 minutes of screen time is reached for the child, they will get a message prompting them to have to put in a passcode if they want to continue viewing. This is great. Such a good idea. And mom and dad, I assume, have said passcode. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have the control. So uh, you know how much time your kid is spending on there. If they've already gone through their hour, you have to put in a passcode. If they've gone through another hour, you have to put in a passcode code, you know just how much time they're spending on there. So that's going to roll out in the next few weeks. And that's what's trending. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. We all deserve a round of applause. Oh, what did we do? What did we do? Congratulations, guys. We have made it through the worst two months of the year. Well, there's, only, there's only been two months. <laughs> uh, these God. are at least, I should say, the least favorite months of the year, according to a new study. January, by the way, is like... The most depressing month the of the year. The most hated month yeah. of the year. There's the whole Blue Monday thing. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. yuck. Yeah. But shockingly, in this study, they actually say that December is the favorite month. And I mean, I get Christmas and all yeah. of that. But we go from loving December to hating our life in January. That is correct. It's just like, you know, how you get the the post-vacation depression, the tropical depression when you Mm -hmm. get back from vacation. It's the same kind of thing with Christmas. Once it's all over, like all the planning, all the everything, and then you're just kind of like... There's a giant void in in your life because you have this giant uh, whoosh of excitement, (laughs) and then there's nothing. Yeah, and nothing's going on, too. I mean, all the parties are over, and unless you have a sunny destination to look forward to in Canada, you got not a lot to look forward to. You still got a lot of winter to look forward to. Yeah. Well, we do have... look forward to though are like some of the other months that people really tend to love and according to this new list it is um not july (gasps) june no what What? the next most favorite month is actually october 
Uh, Who did they ask? There's a lot of pumpkin spice people out there. No, no. no, October's not right. No, I think people just like the fall fall weather and the colors. Yeah, I like like late September. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Then June. Okay, there we go. Then May. Then July. Really? Yeah, Yeah. I know. I thought that was pretty wild. Okay. Well, we have, uh, we're going to be springing forward soon in like next week. (gasps) Oh. So, Wait, is that good news for the daylight? Is it's it... not good news for sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's good news if you like a lot of daylight, but yeah, what Andrew said, it's true. But it, no, because for now it makes it darker, doesn't it? If we no. In the morning. In the morning, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hate that too. But at, at least at night, at night it'll be a lot later. Yeah. 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 And right. we'll, have, like, we'll have the daylight a lot later. I find like once that happens, it's kind of like a a bit of a perk because you feel like mm-hmm. spring is coming. Yeah. And I mean, March, you know, I mean, we haven't had a bad winter, but March generally tends to lighten up and you kind of feel alive again. Not always. Once, <laughs> once Not the always. big dumping comes this weekend, we'll be done with, we'll be done with snow. Oh, I guarantee don't it. You start. I guarantee it. Don't you start. are the biggest jinx. <laughs> Zip it. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. So Morgan Hagler from Calgary shared this tear-jerking story on her Facebook page. And kind of no surprise, it went a little bit viral. And she was talking about this recent experience she had, one of the most heartwarming acts of kindness. So she had ordered a cake for her sister's birthday at their local marble slab. So on the day she was expected to pick it up, she had her husband swing by instead. So when he came home with the box, um, he asked her about this note that was taped to the top of the box. So he asked her if she had included some message on the cake pertaining to losing a son. And she was like, what are you talking about? Um, So she said, maybe we got the wrong cake or something. So she goes over and she looks at the box and uh, she realizes that, yes, it's the right cake. It's got her sister name on it, etc. But the message she said was intended for them. It said this on the top of their cake box. It said, our son passed away today. February 27th is his birthday. Because we can't buy him a cake, we bought you yours. Oh my gosh. Happy birthday. So she said her first thought was like, well, maybe this is a message from the owner of Marble Slab. Like maybe they are the ones whose son passed away and they're just doing this random act of kindness for a customer in his memory. So she was compelled to return the nice gesture. So she bought a little token of thanks and a sympathy card and she went back to the Marble Slab store. So the girl at the counter explained to her, oh, no, 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 it's not the owners who added that note. She said a random stranger walked into the shop saying that they had lost a son and would like to purchase any cake that hadn't been paid for yet and add that note and kind of pay it forward. Wow. Wow, That's an incredible story. So Morgan was blown away. She said, like, honestly, the strength that it took for them to go into a random shop, order a cake for a complete stranger on one of the happiest yet probably saddest days that they're always going to remember the Mm -hmm. rest of their lives still, yet it satisfied them to bring joy to someone else. She's like, I'm taking a lot away from this. And so she put this reminder with the story on Facebook that, you know, spreading kindness around like confetti should happen spontaneously and abundantly and there are a few times in life that we have this rare opportunity to make an impact on someone else's life and she said to these beautiful strangers who touched our hearts if you are out there if you're reading this message 
we will keep this as a warm reminder that good people still exist in our world. But wow, oh, yeah. that's yes. a beautiful story. Yeah. yeah, what a way to tribute uh, your child like that, and uh, you know, pay it forward to another family. Ugh. and that's all the feels on Move One Hundred.